Hello, this is Keith Bingham with episode four of the Be the Dreamcatcher podcast. And as I promised yesterday, when I was so excited about getting picked up by Apple Podcasts, I have the list of the others, lest I slight someone. Uh, in addition to Apple, we are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker Audio, and Pocket Casts. And of course, you can listen to us at anchor.fm forward slash be the dreamcatcher. Follow me on Facebook uh, at my fan page at at sign Bingham RK, if you will. And if you're interested in affiliate marketing or uh, funnels, you can join my Facebook group, uh, Dreamcatchers Entrepreneur and Funnel Marketing. This morning, I was getting ready for church and I picked out my tie right away. And I was actually quite proud of myself because I didn't have to ask my wife if uh, the tie went with my shirt. I knew with certainty uncommon to men like me that it did indeed go with the shirt. She promptly took the wind out of my sails by saying, no, not that time. The look on my face spoke volumes, none of which I'm sure were worth reading. It's too springy, she said. It's time for winter, to which I replied, what in the cat hair does that have to do with anything? But I knew she was right. Women are always right about such things, aren't they? I used to argue about it. I'd say something like, where is the book that you women use to, and you get all these rules from? I demand to see it. But she would just look at me, shaking her head as if to say, you poor, poor man. You still just don't get it, do you? And I'm not talking about things like you would only find in books by Emily Post or Amy Vanderbilt. If any of this stuff was revealed by Miss Post and her peers, I'm sure the rest of uh, the adult womanhood would uh, severely shun them for having done so. This knowledge is burned into women's, women's DNA. And you see, my wife knew, like all women know, that the reason only women can be the keepers of such bits of wisdom and only dribble them out in small quantities and only when it is absolutely necessary is that it's a known fact that we men would ruin it. All of it. Civilization as we know it would be utterly and completely destroyed. And so they keep the bulk of that wisdom hidden from feeble-minded men like me and we learn after a while not to question such things. And so the world stays in balance as it should be. But it did remind me of something that I thought long ago, since there is no rule book on that with apologies to Miss Post, and yet women seem to keep it straight anyway, what other things do certain segments of the population get correctly while others never seem to get it? And it seems to me that success is one of those. Success is, after all, a big part of what this podcast is, is about. Now, I am aware that there are books on success, and many of them are quite good. Uh, the one that I'm writing, I hope, it will be half as good as some of those that I've read. The problem is twofold. There's a large percentage of the population that is successful that actually gives the appearance that they came by their success so easily that they really didn't have to think about it too much. Oh, they worked hard, but they, they got all the right breaks and everything just went just sort of fell in place, so we think. And the rest of us just love to believe that because it lets us off the hook, doesn't it? This sort of, you were either born with it or you weren't mentality holds a lot of people back. And the second problem is persistence. That's what separates a lot of the successful people from some who are not successful. Now, before we go too far, let's, let's define success because there's a book out there that I referenced some in my book that was written by Napoleon Hill called Think and Grow Rich. 
And Mr. Hill nailed a whole lot of things in my estimation, as did Zig Ziglar and a great many others. But one thing I believe he got wrong was his definition of riches. Take my father, for example. He never made a lot of money, but he was one of the most successful people I've ever known. He raised three good children, tried to be the best example he could be. He loved the Lord. And as little as he and my mother had all their lives, if somebody came to him in need, they would always find a way to help them. And when it came time that he knew that he was dying, he said his goodbyes and he laid back in peace, knowing that he was going where he truly belonged. Now that's success, and I don't care what anybody else says. And you know somebody else in your life that is successful in other ways too. What you have to decide for yourself is what does success look like to you? Is it a certain amount of monthly income? Is it writing 20 books? Is it a house located in a particular geographic place? Is it leaving your 9 to 10 hour a day job working for the man and starting your own gig? Or is it being able to help people less fortunate than you are to have on a daily basis? You see, depending on your viewpoint, lots of things can measure success. You are the one who has to figure that out, though, and you have to be specific in order to develop a successful mindset. That mindset is going to be your key to success. And you have to uh, set a deadline for achieving your dream. You don't set a tentative deadline either that you can change later. You can change it later, of course, but a successful mindset does not plan for failure. It plans only for success. And the plan, that's the hard part. But you have to make one. Even if it doesn't work the first time, you still have to make one. You have to implement it, and if it doesn't work right away, you have to keep trying. You revise as it makes sense, but persistence is the key. I repeat in my book many times, and you're going to hear it a lot on this podcast, failure is only a temporary condition until you decide that it's permanent. That's, that power belongs only to you. Nobody can take it away from you. You can only keep it or abdicate it, but it's yours. I'm reminded of the meme you may have seen where the guy on top is hacking away with a pickaxe, going for the diamonds or gold or whatever it is in this tunnel, and the guy below has already quit, but he was only inches away from his treasure. That's the way it is with a lot of success and a lot of people. You don't wave that white flag if you really want it, and you do have to really, really want it. Now, there's two other very important things. The first is the golden rule. You always treat other people the way that you would want them to treat you. And the other side of that same coin is helping other people to become successful. When you learn how to, to use your talents to help other people to realize their dreams, you will become more and more successful. It always works that way. I don't know why. Don't ask me to explain it, but it does. Now, and this is very important, our hopes for more success cannot be the reason that we help others to try and realize their dreams, because that would violate the golden rule. We don't want people to help us because they want to get something out of it. If you really, really want it, you have to find joy in helping uh, someone else catch their dreams. That's the way to success. That's all for this podcast. Go out and make someone else's day better, will you?